This flash briefing was made possible by a sponsorship from Avexis, a clinical stage gene therapy company. The following content was not developed by Avexis. Today is Monday, August the 19th, 2019. I'm Michael Morale, Director of Multi-Channel Content for SME News Today. According to a recent study, when looking at a mouse model of severe SMA, elevated levels of the protein alpha-COP extended survival without altering levels of SMN protein. In the body, alpha-COP is involved in cellular transport and self-cleansing processes. These results suggest that this protein can modify SMA. It could be a potential treatment target that's independent of SMN. The study was called Interaction between alpha-COP and SMN ameliorates disease phenotype in a mouse model of SMA. It was published in the journal Biochemical and Biophysical Research Communications. Here, researchers were interested in exploring potential SMA genetic modifiers. These are genetic variations that could change the clinical course of this disease. Specifically, they were interested in the protein alpha-COP, it's a component of a protein complex called COPI codimer. In prior studies, it's been shown to bind directly to SMN. SMN is the protein that's in low levels in SMA patients. Inside cells, alpha-COP is mostly involved in internal transport trafficking. It also recycles damaged and unwanted material through a process called autophagy. Earlier animal studies show that raising alpha-COP levels rescued defects in nerve cell growth that resulted from SMN protein deficiency. With this good news, researchers tested if increasing the levels of alpha-COP in certain key tissues could ease SMA symptoms in mice. The team genetically engineered mouse models of SMA so that they would express higher than usual amounts of alpha-COP throughout the body their strategy enabled a modest increase of 1.4-fold to 1.8-fold in the levels of alpha-COP. This was specifically in the spinal cord and brain, but also in the muscles. SMN protein levels remain the same. Importantly, these elevated amounts of alpha-COP were sufficient to enable mice to live significantly longer. They lived into adulthood. The non-modified SMA mice with normal levels of alpha-COP died soon after birth. To test if the alpha-COP effects depended on directly binding to SMN, the researchers engineered a mouse that overproduced a modified version of SMN. This version lacked the portion thought to be a point of contact with alpha-COP. High levels of SMN were produced in the brain, spinal cord, and muscles of these mice. But their survival was not prolonged to the extent in mice that overexpressed the alpha-COP protein. Based on these results, the interaction between SMN and ACOP is required to support proper motor neuron function. The reasons for stabilizing any existing SMN protein is likely because of direct interactions between SMN and the alpha-COP. But as no changes in SMN protein levels were seen, that expression of ACOP is redistributing the low levels of SMN protein that's available. Another possibility is that COPI codimer function is impaired under conditions of low SMN. So when overexpressing alpha-COP, they can restore some of this function. In conclusion, 
These results demonstrate that alpha-COP is a validated modifier of SMA. It's also a potential target for developing future SMN therapies. Coming up next, perspectives from SMA News Today Forum's moderator, Deanne Runge. Are you interested in understanding gene therapy? ExploreGeneTherapy.com has helpful information about gene therapy, including its history and how it is being investigated for the treatment of genetic diseases. Visit www.ExploreGeneTherapy.com. Thanks for joining me. I'm Deanne Rungi, SMA News Today Forum's moderator and vlogger. It's hard to fathom my two-year spinniversary is here. That's right, I've been on Spinraza for two years. If you've been following my Spinraza journey, you'll know a couple things. As with many SMAers, my blood is difficult to find. Unless, of course, you're a mosquito. They have an uncanny ability to find my blood. And I've had transportation issues getting to my injections including, but not limited to, a van breakdown halfway to my appointment. Luckily, neither of these were issues for dose 9. Having same-day labs made me nervous, but she found my blood with one poke. Surprise, surprise, the virgin isn't pregnant. Because my injection is done with CT guidance, they want confirmation that I'm not with child, I guess you could say. Although that's not the only thing they check, that's why I decided to do same-day labs. Otherwise, I'd have to do the usual labs beforehand and still do the pregnancy test the day of. My less-than-reliable transportation company got the boot. Trying something new is always scary, but in this case, it was so worth it. Better-maintained vehicles and a great driver made the two-and-a-half-hour trek each way much more pleasant. What a relief. Although the procedure isn't totally pain-free, it's probably as close to it as I can imagine. I got the brief zing down to my toe as the needle got close to its destination, but that's about it. In my case, the procedure itself takes 20 to 30 minutes, followed by an hour of lying flat afterwards. Probably the most difficult part for me because I'm not one for sitting still. A 10-hour day for a 20-minute procedure hardly seems worth it sometimes. But then on the ride home, my left hand was twitching a bit. I could just tell it was like my muscles saying, Hi Spinraza, you're back. Everyone's experience is unique. So this isn't to say what happened to me will happen to you. But for me, it was confirmation that yes, it's worth it. Looking back prior to Spinraza, I was on a pretty steady decline. Even though it's been a roller coaster ride being on Spinraza, Overall, I feel stable in my progression. Have I had leaps and bounds improvements? No, but the small gains have spurred me on. If you'd like to share your Spinraza story, please head on over to the SMA News Today forums. We'd love to hear how your Spinraza journey has gone. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to SMA News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. All of our podcast and flash briefings can be found on our website at www.smanewstoday.com. You can also find our podcast and flash briefings on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. And be sure to follow us on our Instagram and Facebook page as well. For SMA News Today, I'm Michael Morale, Multi-Channel Content Director. <laughs>